All right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. You know what time it is. That's right. It's the Fan in the Van podcast time. We decided to brace the wonderful frigid outdoors for you because, hey, we're men, we're rugged, and that's just what the fuck we do. It is what it is. It is what it is. People so, stay inside, we like yeah, it we outside. Don't, we don't stay inside as we we get this lighting just right here. Hold on. There we go. All right. All righty then. So, we had an interesting week of uh, week 16 football. It was you, know pretty... you know what sucks this time of year, though? But You know, the new year's coming, right? But you know what the downfall is? Week 17 of football. It's just, it's like summer. I, I just... It takes so long to get here, and it goes by oh so fast. That, that pisses me off, man. Like, fuck, it, honestly, bro, like, it really feels like football just started two weeks ago. I know. And yet, here we are, week 17, with all these wonderful playoff scenarios, too. Crazy ones, too, actually, to be honest, yeah. Quite... Quite insane. Well, for the Giants, all the Giants need to do is win and Washington lose. That's about it. But well, I'd rather the Giants not even make the playoffs because we ain't going to go very far. I'd rather have the draft picks. But, oh, I was also reading today that uh, the horrible, horrible offense that the Giants had this whole entire season <laughs> ever, ever, ever <laughs> falls on who? Oh, well, it's your GM because there's not uh, a draft. Eh, thank you very much. There's not a draft. And Didn't go at, out and get key yep. free agents that were out and there to get after either. that. Falls right on to Mr. Jason Garrett, who everybody figured out his goddamn offense. This is fucking it's the simplest shit in the world. Well, Not maybe him and Randy Fickner are, are long lost brothers because in the Colts Steeler game, Juju came out and said it in the first half. The Colts were calling out their plays in pre snap because he runs the same 14 plays every freaking game. Yep. And, and, and then in halftime, Ben pretty much said, listen, just stand on the sidelines and look like a friggin' mummy and I'm calling the plays. That's and what happened. That's like that's no joke. Like Ben, like Ben came out, he, uh, Call his own plays. Pulled, he pulled out plays from from the past that he'd never practiced before. So to be honest with you, well, at least the, the plays that Juju has never practiced. He went. He went back to plays with Holmes and, and yeah, Burris back, back in two thousand eight, and, <laughs> and, and Hines Ward, and even my man, the best tight end I think the Steelers ever had, Mister. Oh, uh, I can't. Oh man, no, not Vance McDonald, oh. Mister Heath Miller. Miller. All right, that's Miller. right. Oh man. But, oh, fuck Jerry Shaw. He's, my, but, he's one, one of my best ten, tight ends I've ever seen. But the thing that amazes me is with seeding being so important in the playoffs this year, why the Steelers are resting a lot of their key players. And I get it because we never really had a true bye week. Mm-hmm. But for the life of me, why are we starting? Mason Rudolph's going to get his head split open by Miles Garrett again. Again, but you know what I'm saying? It's not like you guys have anything to lose. Like, either you guys are going to play... The Dolphins or possibly the Colts, all depending on how that scenario works. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, we're going to have to wait and see. But, you know, with the momentum we had in the second half to sit everybody now, knowing now that you don't have the number one seed, you want to go in on that hot streak uh-huh. and you want to ride it as far as you could possibly go. And, yeah, but you, you where also... I understand maybe resting Ben yeah, had, and everyone had, else, has, but I think has, this is the momentum killer here. Yeah, but you just say you guys do go out there and play, which you guys really have nothing really to play for because you guys are the number three seed right now anyways, you know what I mean? And yeah, we should have been number one, but, you know. Should have, could have, would have. Played like crap for three weeks. Hey, hey I can admit it. Randy Fickner, hey. Hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> Fickner, you fucking Should have happened. You know how hard it is to go 16-0 in, in, 
Well, it's, it's hard, just as hard as going 0 16. <laughs> well, the Jets proved that wrong. Real wrong. Twice. I think Sam Donald, he wants his job. He's like, this shit. Well, fuck Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> well, it's it's not only it's not that. It's just, and we're gonna get into the Jets in a minute. Well, as far as what was uh, announced on uh, one of the afternoon shows there, but it's not that Darno. I, I, you know, Darno said, and he's been saying for weeks he would love to finish his career as a Jet, mm-hmm. but that's not his decision to make. It's you know, it's management's exactly. decision. And I still think they're going to steer away from him. I think the Jets are just going to... They're going to go. They're going to draft Justin Fields. And they're going to say goodbye to friggin' Sam Darno, And they're going to try to trade him, whether it's before the draft or during the draft or after the draft. Whatever they decide to do. And they're going to trade him. And they're going to stockpile more draft picks. And I get, you know, that it's always good to have draft picks in your pocket. Because you can use those as trade pieces later on in, in future trades you want to make with teams. But with the Jets... I wouldn't trade any of them. I would stockpile them all and utilize all the draft picks that you have I in would. your pocket instead of they trading them all. They actually have a, a decent amount, actually. So, I mean, but you can't build your whole team throughout the whole entire draft. You got to go out and get happens. free agent pieces. You got to go that, out and well, that's what we spend did. money. You and know, James Bradbury was one they of the best. They have money coming off James the books, James Bradbury so was it. one of the best uh, free agents that did. We haven't picked up him, you know, Kyle Fraskell and shit like that. Don't and forget that, Blake Martinez, too. Blake Martinez. Because he was great in Green Bay. And Leonard he's been Williams. the reason why. That was a good, that that was was a good signing. I, I, like I would kill for Leonard Williams on my yeah. defensive line. But, but then you got Andrew Thomas. Oh, yeah. Well, he and Matt Pert. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> well, I'll give him Xavier McKinney at number two. But he broke his foot. He only played, what, two two, uh, two games? He'll, he'll yeah. be back next year. You know, he's, he's a decent safety. I've seen some uh, of his tapes, you know. But for the life of me, though, and then, well, and then, you know, we got to jump into the Adam Gase thing here. Oh, Mr. Gase got fired. Which, why, it gets announced to the world, right? Craig Carton announces it on uh, on uh, Carton and Roberts, right, on WFAN, that the Jets, the Jets are deciding that after the Patriot game, win or lose, Gase is gone. It really took 17 weeks to come up with this decision. 17 weeks. And then you guys finally win two games and you fire his ass? <laughs> but yet, he was part of the solution, though. I guess apparently somebody over Joe Douglas's head said that he's not part of the solution. So, hey. I don't, I don't know what it is, but... I don't... Listen, you know... Listen. Adam Gase... I dig if you put him in the right system with the right weapons... Could be that offensive guru. Everyone yeah, they, they just nicknamed had them. some weapons. Yeah, well, they had Robbie Anderson. Well, that well, you know what? That's yep. not Gase's fault for him. Oh yeah, yep, he inherited that shit, right? You know, that's not his fault. You know, but he still. inherited Bell. He inherited Sam Darno, and yeah, and, and, dra- and those excuses, unfortunately, yeah, draft, were a thing. Yeah, in the draft, they should have beefed up the offensive line for Bell. Well, they QB. decided not to do that. That's because, the stupidest fucking thing in the world. Why would you sign Le'Veon Bell to a decent contract? And well, that was Mike do- McCagnan. That wasn't Joe Douglas. Mike McCagnan was that's the GM a, who, who brought in Le'Veon Bell because he thought that he was going to get the Pro Bowl Le'Veon Bell, not the washed up at like 27-year-old. Yeah, but it would have been a Pro Bowl Le'Veon Bell if he had the offensive line the holes to Well, don't forget also, too, in that draft class, Mike McCagnan Mike drafted the whole team. 
Mm-hmm. He drafted everybody on it, and then they fired him. And that's how Joe Douglas came in. Ooh. See, I, I didn't know about that one. So, that, that, that's how that's that one worked out. But... As for David Gellman, you As far as fired. I'm concerned, it took them that long to figure out that they needed to fire Adam Gase. I would have figured that out after, like, 0-5. Week 6. 0-5. I would have been like, nah, 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 nah. You, you, you got to go. Yeah, I mean, go. if Adam Gase was smart, he would have played the Greg Williams card, you know, calling some stupid defensive play when you're about to win your first game against the Raiders and then you just engage eight and leave Ruggs pretty much wide open on a rookie corner, right? Yeah, he got so, fired right away. So, <laughs> Next day he was and, fired. And what's funny is that Adam Gase is the one who fired him. If I was Adam Gase, I would have fired myself. <laughs> so me and you got to go. I really would have. I would have been like, no, listen, seriously. Greg, you, me, listen, we ain't built for this fucked up franchise, so let's get the hell out of here. Let's go get some friggin', uh, <sighs> let's get some broken skull IPAs, get drunk, and one of us get a DWI or something. Who, who the fuck knows? But... As far as I'm concerned, do do the Jets improve next year is depending on a lot of key factors. Do they trade that second pick? That's one. And if they do keep it, who do they draft? If they keep Darno, who do they put around Darno? You know, on defense, who are they going to spend money on in, in, in free agency? Well, they, 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 uh, they know, definitely help in secondary. Who, on offense, who are they going to spend money on in free agency? You know, you read these reports that the Jets are going to try to swoop in and sign Juju. Listen, Juju Smith-Schuster is, is wants nothing to do with, with the, the Jets. Jets franchise. Okay? Case in point, go talk to Le'Veon. Go talk to Le'Veon because he's going to tell you. Go talk to Heinz Ward. He's a wide receiver coach. Heinz Ward, I don't know why he took that job. I don't know why. There ain't no wide receivers on the team to coach. Uh, Who are you coaching? Crowder, Bra- Bra- friggin' yeah. Braxton Berrios? That, that guy was friggin' bagging groceries at friggin' at, at Stop and Shop like two years ago. And now all of a sudden he's on an NFL team? Yeah, okay. Great offense for Sam Darno. And you wonder why Sam Darno is failing in, in, in uh, on the Jets. You wonder why. But as, as you can see, we really took it out here and it's just getting windy out. But, um... You know, and it's not only the Jets who have a lot of questions to answer in in the off season. I the mean, Giants the have Gi- a lot. Your team definitely does. My team for sure does. Um, you know, as far as do we do, you know, do we draft Ben's heir apparent? Um, well, do, you know, or do you or do you draft more offensively in this draft, more defensively? See, Steele's always well, been I'm, great at drafting on both sides of the ball for the I, most part. I would part. say running back definitely. You guys definitely would need a. Well, you know what they need. At running back, see Connor is a good Connor is a good, good running back when he's back. healthy. Yeah, but the issue is is that they don't utilize any of the other running backs. So like, you don't like utilize McFarland. At case all. in point, I he just he just sits there, and then you just put him on the you just put him on an illness list. And he I, probably I, wasn't I, even sick. I barely see Derek Watt. I don't, I don't know what that, that and, is. And, and that's what kills me. And in the whole game again, right, third once. third and goal, third and goal. And instead of using your fullback, again, we're passing it. So we go for it on fourth and goal. And again, on fourth and goal, why are you running in with a guy? I, I, listen, and I like Benny Snell. He, he, he's a decent running back. But you cannot on third and goal and fourth and goal take your smallest, smallest running guy. back. Yep. You he literally your, you he, your biggest one. That's like asking the kid from Little Giants that they wrap in a bubble wrap no, that's funny. to score on fourth and goal. That's what, that, that's what you're asking Benny Snell to be like at that point. No, you pay Derek Watt. Ten million dollars to what? Play special teams? You're paying them nine million too much then. Exactly. Yo, back in 2011, the, the Giants. You had Brandon Jacobs, Ward, and you had um, uh, Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Case in point. Third, that's what the third Steelers goal. Need. Third goal. Who are you gonna give it to? 
Brandon, mother effing Jacobs. Yep. Pound it in there. Boom. And then the other thing, speaking of Watts, and I got to bring this up. Uh, if any of you watched the J.J. Watt press conference, because I did. He was heated. I watched and, it. He was 100% right. Um, You know, in, in other podcasts, I said, you know, before you joined, joined me on these, um, that NFL players didn't care if you bought their merchandise uh, and whatnot. And J.J. kind of brought that up in a way where he said, you know, these fans invest their money and time into watching us and we're putting on pretty much, let's just, let's just call what it is, a shitty product on the field when it comes to the Houston Texans, right? Um, Matt Stafford's wife came out this broad. She, I, she, she's I, a fucking wackadoo, let me tell you. Friggin' this one. Listen, she lives up in a friggin' mansion with the lap of luxury with a husband who gets paid way too much money. Okay? Let's just put it out there. Well, he's a good quarterback. You're on the wrong and team. she said that that press conference JJ gave was pretty much taking shots at Detroit Lions players. Call what? It, call what you want. I don't think he was taking shots he was, at... He was taking shots at people own, on his, his own team. team. But you know what, though? If the shoe fits, fucking wear it, bitch. <laughs> because bottom line is this if there are a lot of guys in the NFL who just they, they just go out there and Dwayne Haskins is a prime example okay Dwayne Haskins had the opportunity of a lifetime Dan Snyder is the biggest idiot in all of football uh-huh. right the, the, the Washington team Washington owner right football, whatever it is. Yeah. right he drafts his kid what 15 overall I think yeah right yeah and, and don't forget, Giants fans were clamoring for Dwayne Haskins, so you should be happy now. I'm happy as picking shit. I didn't that that they didn't get him because because if, if this was in if he was in well, New York, whole, this would be yeah, all, yeah, this yeah, would be a yeah, shit. Yeah, well, the whole thing about uh, about the, about uh, Gettleman, though, I, I I heard that he doesn't like short quarterbacks. Well, Haskins isn't that short, but, but you got you got six foot four, Daniel Jones. But the point the point like Haskins had the opportunity of a lifetime. And he blew it on party. And, and he blew it. But then, you know, he comes out. He gives this little press conference or this written little memo when he was released. He said it was mutual. And, you know, he's going to learn from the experience. Wherever he goes next, he's going to be he's gonna be more mutual. Pretty much he's telling you everything you want to hear. It wasn't mutual because I, I heard it straight from Ron Rivera. And yeah. when it's all said and done, and, and, and it's like anything in life, your actions are going to speak louder than the words that you write. On mm-hmm. paper with the pen of which you use, right? And then I got to hear everybody on Twitter that's a Steeler fan. We should go and get Dwayne Haskins. I'm going to tell you right why? now. I'm going to tell. If I'm going to get to Dwayne, if if I'm getting to Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State, then yeah, well, I don't. I, Dwayne, I, 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 I don't want this. Haskins, I don't want this NFL version of James Harden who wants to go to strip clubs and doesn't care about his team. You're going to get a Johnny Manziel. On my Manziel. squad, then. I don't, want I, I, I don't want it. I don't yo, want Johnny Manziel 3.0. Dwayne du- Haskins, all right, he played one good season, all right. He could have easily stayed in college, I'm sure. But he wanted to come out in the NFL. But he doesn't understand that. He's not playing for a scholarship anymore. It's a business. Yeah. You got to put it in the work. He wasn't. You know but, what I'm saying? It wasn't mutual. Ron Rivera was like, I had enough. Well, well that's the thing. See, because Jay Gruden was the coach before Ron Rivera took over. Mm-hmm. Jay Gruden pretty much was just a pushover. Uh, Ron Rivera is a no-nonsense no type of guy. He is. He's and about, and, and, and look at the success he had in Carolina, even though they got to the one Super Bowl. But Ron Rivera has always been consistent with with winning, as far in my opinion. Um, you know, he had Cam Newton there, and that's when Cam was in his prime. But, you know, that's let's just call it what it is. Cam, yeah. Cam Newton is he's that, not the same Cam he's been. No, hell no. And, He's nowhere near it, bro. And, but, 
Ron Rivera isn't going to take the BS that comes with Dwayne Haskins. And if NFL teams are looking at Dwayne Haskins... There's a few of them, including the you, Panthers. You literally have to take into account... If you sign him, you better have a veteran there that's going to smack, smack him around. Exactly. Because if he came to Pittsburgh and pulled that same shit, Marquise Pouncey... Okay. Oh my God! Marquise Pouncey would, would slap his shit and <laughs> and Villanueva and DeCastro and Yo, every every monster of, of a beast of on that team is going to take him is going to take him in the locker room and Tom beat his man. fucking ass in. Yo, if Tom calls him in the office, I want. I wouldn't. Man. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't trust Dwayne Haskins with the key to one of Parker's power wheels. Okay, I really wouldn't. Um, I don't want him on my team. The guy I really want. If we can get him, is Sam, is Sam Darno because he's the younger of what's going to be available. Mm-hmm. If he does become available, um, and again with weapons around him, watch what he shows you, Jet fans that have hated him since you drafted him, and he's going to show you that he's a winning quarterback. And and I can't wait for the and day should, to happen. You should see him last week. You should see him last week. Even if he goes to, even if he goes to, let's say, I don't know, let's say the Lions and the Jets decide to swap quarterbacks. And he goes to Detroit. And Detroit drafts weapons. Right? Let's mm-hmm. just say. You know they won't. But still. You never know. Um, I think he's successful there too. And I think he could prove to it, Jets it, fans. It, like, hey, look what I can do. It all depends on how like, uh, healthy uh, Kenny Gallagher is at next season too though. Well, yeah. And who's going to be your starting running back. Because honestly, I think it should be DeAndre Swift at this point. No, he's, he's been dy- dynamic. But, you know, Adrian the, Peterson hasn't been doing shit. So. Well, Adrian Peterson is not the Adrian Peterson he's he of the Vikings. Of course, you tear MCL and ACL, you're going to be the same either. Well, you can tear any CL. You, 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 <laughs> yeah, you're pretty much done. the Cruz, man. I feel so bad for him, bro. Yeah, well, he's still saucing somewhere, I'm sure. Oh, he's Austin probably right now. Probably. By the way, if you're watching, Victor Cruz, do <laughs> yeah. a little. All right. You my dude. And when you went down, my man Odell Beckham came through. But and in speaking of that, we got to get into now. It, and this always seems to happen when it's when it's a rival a rivalry game with Pittsburgh, Cleveland again with <laughs> the COVID shit. Now they got a practice squad member with COVID. One of the coaches is out with COVID. So now they have to shut down the facility again. And it, it's just... Listen, I, I get you're going to contract it no matter what. Whether you go to the supermarket. Whether you friggin... Oh. Where, where, you know, wherever. You can go to the we, car wash and contract it. We don't contract it. Shit, we go everywhere. I, I work at every damn store possible. I don't get contract nothing. And, <laughs> you know... And you could take all the precautions in the world. And, and, and somehow you're going to get it one way, shape, or form. You could be... Again, you could be walking around with it. You don't know you have it. You know, we were discussing at work today because one of the guys is out sick and he said he took the test, he doesn't have it, blah, 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 whatever, right? But again, why on God's green earth is it every time the Steelers got to play one of these games against an AFC North team, whether it's the Ravens or the Browns, this bullshit happens. I I don't, for the life of me, I don't get it. But... Listen, I don't uh, think the, the game's not going to get moved. It's going to get played. Okay, yeah, and, and when I first moved. read it, I literally had to click on it because I was like, oh, Baker's got it again? All right. <laughs> but nope, nope, not Baker. So he's got Just it. a practice squad member. But, Good. and, it, you know, and then they asked Stefanski if Jarvis and Higgins and everyone else and BJ Goodson, if they're going to be ready for Sunday. As long as they keep testing negative, negative they will be ready. They're playing. So I don't um, no excuses when the Steelers beat them. All but, right. Because. You know, listen, pretty much Cleveland's got to win 
and then have a whole bunch of other things that happen. You have all these ten and five teams, yeah, well, all vying yeah. for like the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and, and the yeah. eighth spot. Cleveland, right? Cleveland's got to win. Baltimore's got to lose, or Miami's got to lose, or Tennessee's got to lose. Well, if Tennessee loses and Indy wins, Indy takes the AFC South. Exactly, if you flop. And then and then and then Tennessee's out, but Tennessee could still get in. But they would need both. They would need listen a whole lot of shit. This is, I think, it's the first time in a while where there's like ninety million different scenarios between like five to six teams. I know, except for the Giants. And it's and the Giants have to win. And it's even the same with the NFC because you got like the Cardinals, Rams. I don't think Kyler Murray's playing. Goff's out. So since I got the battle of backups, Cooper Cup has COVID nineteen. Yeah, but the Rams have so many different wide receiving weapons that they can uh, use Cooper from Cup Vance, is, Jefferson, and, and yeah, down the Cooper line. Yeah, Cooper Cup so. is still, one, still that, that dude. Yeah, he is. But they, If they would have had him in the Super Bowl against fucking uh, against the um, Patriots, that could have went a different way. That was a really low soaring game. Sorry to say. It was. I think it was one other than the uh, Seattle thrashing Peyton Manning and the Broncos that one year. I think that was the second worst Super Bowl I've ever seen in my Yo, life. I, I I swear to God, I I, I told myself, I'm like, there's no way. I like Peyton Manning had a fucking. I think had it was a, him, Somebody had to pay him to lose. No I, I think it was the first that. Super Bowl I turned off before the half. Dude, they scored. The Broncos scored seven fucking points. Seven points. Yeah, but then look what happened next season, though. Peyton Manning came back and torched everybody. That, that he was a man on the friggin' mission. You're damn right. But, hey, man, first battle Hall of Famer. But, you know, like going into these games all this week, um, Buffalo's a prime example. I said, it, I, I said it at the beginning of the year, if anyone's going to be a sleeper team, it's, it's Buffalo. Buffalo. Um, getting digs was one of, one the, of the best, best moves that, 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 that they made. Like him and Josh Allen. Um, well, next. Josh Allen's biggest thing that helped him improve was working with Jordan Palmer, which is Carson Palmer's brother. He works uh-huh. like all the QBs as far as working on his his, his throwing style and, and and when the foot lands and how to open up the hip and, and and whatever it is. And they went in depth. They went in depth with it during the Steeler Bill Sunday night game. Uh, would have been more interesting if I didn't have to hear Chris Collinsworth speak. Now he's here's annoying. a guy who could he's open annoying. up his hips. Nobody wants to hear you, Chris Collinsworth. Um, <laughs> and then. And speaking of Chris's, that's where I read it. Mike Florio and Chris Sims, the two jackasses of NBC Sports, they're the morons who said the Steelers should get Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, Chris Sims, the same guy who does his quarterback rankings that puts Tannehill in the top 10, but not Brady or Roethlisberger ever. Yeah, that Chris Sims, that moron. Okay, okay. So, sorry again, I don't want Dwayne Haskins. I wouldn't even... I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets were to trade Darno and then bring Haskins in as the starting quarterback. Okay, that would Go be that, that would be hilarious to me. But I see OC's team right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but not only now do w- w- see, there's a lot of things though that contribute now with, with the Jets um, winning a game. Is it not only do you lose the number one pick, you lose the number one coach. Because if you drafted Trevor Lawrence, you don't think Dabo Sweeney comes with it? Because he does. You're right. That's who the Jets would want to bring in to work. Hey, hey, with the quarterback that he's been working with for three to four years. And Dabo Sweeney could help improve the team. Mm-hmm. See, see, when all the rumblings were that Cowher was going to take the position, I said I would Bill love Cowher. to see it happen. Mm-hmm. The issue is the Jets don't need an older quarterback. Because Bill Cowher is so out of touch as far as coaching now because mm-hmm. he's been out of it for so long. You need somebody who's in touch with it. 
And I've talked to Jets fans who said that they, that they would kill to have Jim Harbaugh. Listen, you don't want to. Let me tell you something. Jim Harbaugh oh, is, is overrated. He's overrated oh one. Oh, God. And not only that, what's he doing in Michigan? Nothing. No, not a goddamn thing. They, 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 Nothing. They, they, they've been mediocre for, for ever since he's been there. They've been mediocre at, at best. So, no. The coach the Jets need, they need like a Sean McVay type coach is what the Jets really need. Because look what happened when the Rams took a chance on, Mc, on McVay. Look how offensive genius. Not only that, but they, they, that first too. year, that first year that With he Jared was Goff? there, yeah. when they were lining up to the line of scrimmage, you see how fast they were doing it. The play clock didn't even reach like fifteen, I know. and they were already hiking the ball. Now they've gotten away from that over the past year or two, but that's what the Jets need, and they could get a McVay type quarterback with still having Darno as the quarterback. Yeah, you can have a McVay style coach with Darno. But you, but have, you, to have, yep, you have to have the weapons that McVay has. Yep. You need a Van, Jeff- a Van Jefferson. You need a, 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 a Reynolds, a Cup. You need a, a, a tight end like a, like a Higby. And you need a defense that has somebody like an Aaron Donald and a shutdown like Jalen Ramsey, even though I can't stand him because he runs his mouth. But still, <coughs> well, I, I can't call take him, the I won't call away. him shutdown. He's been pretty shut down he this is. year. The only uh, shutdown corner to me is Mr. Primetime. That's shutdown. He's not a shutdown corner to me. He's awesome. Don't get me wrong. But he's not shut down. Well, don't forget about Revis Island, too. Darrell Revis? Yeah. He was pretty shut down for a while. He w- For a while. Yeah. Now, primetime was shut down his whole time with crew. Him lined up next to Jerry yeah, Rice? Yeah, only Come in primetime. What? But only in primetime. <laughs> what about during the day? What, was he daytime? He could have been. Who knows? <laughs> but... What? Like people would say Stephon Gilmore was a shutdown quarter. Liverpool is not a shutdown quarter. They're still going to try to get rid of him, even with the knee injury. And they and, and, and what's funny is I don't know why they're going to try to get rid of him. They only owe him $7 million coming into the, the last part of his contract. Yeah, I'd rather so, keep him, pay him the last $7 million. You're not going to get anything for him because now he's injured. Your, your best bet would have been to trade him way before he got injured. Quad. And so now you really got nothing for him unless... You, you keep him till the trade deadline the following season, let him build up his value, and then you trade him for something. Um, but I don't think Gilmore is that great of a, of a corner, to be honest with you. And, and it's a not couple because, years, and a it's couple not years because ago he's was. on New England. A couple years ago he was. It's not because he's on New England. It's just, to me, he's not that guy. Especially when you look at last year and you won Defensive Player of the Year, and I'm sorry, and I get shit for this, and I really don't care. Steven Nelson was the better of the two. Mm-hmm. Steven Nelson gave up. Ready? No touchdowns. None. Gilmore gave up three, in which all three were for over 30 yards every time. Nelson gave up none. Nelson That's blown coverage on it. Nelson was shut down last year. Now, Nelson's taken a step back this year, but Nelson... Steven, Steven Nelson pretty much came out. He said it himself. Him going to Pittsburgh was the biggest, the biggest positive for him because in Kansas City, he said it wasn't like a family-type atmosphere. And he felt that they were a little bit racist there. I don't, I don't listen. I don't. I don't. Know. I don't know. I, I really don't care. <laughs> um, we got him, and he plays good for us. But this year, he's been. He's kind of taken a step back. You could, you know, injuries are part of it. But at the end of it all, it, it is what it is. Um, 
you know, he he won, you know, Stephen Gilmore won it, even though TJ Watt should have won it, and this year, TJ is going to win it this year. So, I don't know. Um, It just is what it is at that point. And, um, but, as far as this week's games go, um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of interesting games this week. Lots, a lot of interesting uh, games. I'm, I just hope the Cowboys beat the Giants. I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want them to Yeah, but the then you got to sit there and you got to wait till almost 11 o'clock at night to find out if you're getting in the playoffs. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I would literally have to go to sleep after the game. I'll go to sleep. And, I'll and, wake up in the morning and, and find and, out. And, and, and just wake up just like that. That's how I would have to, that's how I would have to find out. Um, do I think the Giants could pull it off? Yeah, because the Cowboys have been so on off. Listen, this NFC East would have been wrapped up already by the Cowboys, in my honest opinion, if Dak doesn't go down. Oh, yeah. If Dak doesn't go down, I, I think it's between them and if the Eagles pulled the trigger on Hurts. Earlier, being way the starter, earlier. You know, even though he didn't look that great against the Cowboys at times, you know, the Cowboys were just a better team last week. Well, yeah, he was kind of like in that two-minute fucking... You know, last drive type thing. And you see but, the rookie, he fumbled it. And then, it, and, and, is, and then, speaking is, of that situation in in Philly, Carson Wentz. I'm sorry, and and this is another reason why I wouldn't want him. He's being a friggin' little baby back bitch about the whole situation. He right? is. He is. He instead of embracing the fact that some that you know, listen, I get you were the starter there, and you really didn't have anybody that ever ha- was a threat to your position. Until they drafted Jalen Hurts. Even Nick Foles wasn't a threat to, to Wentz's starting job. Only until Wentz got hurt. Um, instead of... He's he's kind of like... He's kind of acting like Antonio Brown a bit now. Minus the whole trashing everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I'm sure that'll start soon. But he... He pretty much said, well, if I'm not going to be the starting quarterback, then I, I want out. out. I want out. And you can't... I'm, I'm sorry, Carson Wentz... You're you're the you're veteran gr- leader of this team. You're a grown you, ass you, man. You gotta act a little. You gotta act like, a little better than that. Like you got you gotta see what's going on in Miami between Fitzpatrick and Tua. Yeah, well, well, when you know when they bench Tua for Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick okay. kind of coaches him up when you know you know when the defense is on the field. Uh-huh. And but you know what it is because Fitzpatrick is a different breed of quarterback as opposed to Wentz because Fitzpatrick's been in the league a lot longer and. By, by by around the league, he literally has played for, for every, every team. team um, that yeah. if you were to put him in the Hall of Fame, it would have to be like a stitch from each jersey <laughs> and put him in that way because you can't just pick one team. And I'm not saying Fitzpatrick's a Hall of Fame quarterback, but if you wanted to put him in, you'd literally have to take like the shoulder of like the Texans jersey <laughs> and the right shoulder of the Jets jersey. And like the top half of like a you know a Cardinals jersey and, and wherever else he's played, um, but that's who Wentz should emulate himself after is like a Fitzpatrick type mm-hmm. guy, um, but he's not doing it. And honestly, you're he's, just making this you're making it just you're making it that much easier for the Eagles organization to say, well, if you're gonna act like this, then okay, he's then doing, we are gonna trade you. He's doing like the way the Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers doing the thing went down. Yeah, and then look how long it took for them to get over that. Wasn't until what, like three, four years ago that that, that Brett Favre finally got over it. Yeah, like you know, I think he's had the best of three years. You know what it is? Because guys like Brett Favre, they're like they remind me of like like professional wrestlers who overstay their welcome. 
mm-hmm. like a Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair, who they still think they can go at 70-something years old and they had like 19 hip replacements and 42 <laughs> new knees, but yet they still want to wrestle. Um, that's what Brett Favre was like at that point in his career. So much so that he went to the Jets, he went, went to, to the, the Vikings. Vikings and yeah, but he beat Green Bay with the Vikings, though, before touchdown passes, I remember that. But event, you just got to <laughs> know when to hang him up. And even Ben said it, uh, that if he continued to play like, well, in his words, poo, and I'll call it shit, um, that he would hang him up. But the, the issue I have with those comments is it's not him. It's not totally him playing like shit. It's the shit play call. Uh, exactly. That, point. And you notice it when it's Fick Nicole in the please, and then you notice the, the complete... <laughs> The complete opposite when when Ben is running running the offense. And this Sunday, I think the only way the Steelers beat the Browns with Rudolph a quarterback is if Ben is the offensive coordinator. Yep, Ben has that headset on. And I'm telling you, Ben... Somebody wrote it on Twitter and it was hilarious that Ben's auditioning to become an offensive coordinator. Um, I said that he would be great as a head coach down the line. But I think he's built more to be an offensive coordinator. Um, and don't be surprised when he hangs it up if he, in fact, replaces Victor. That'd be fucking funny. That'd be awesome. That would just be it. That would just be hilarious. But And, and it's even funny because... you because and, and this is the other thing that annoys me. And it annoys me with any team. But it annoys me more with the Steelers fans because the minute we lost the game, here came the fire Mike Tomlin posts and he sucks and what has he done and blah Never blah blah blah. Never had a losing blah. season. Okay. And you know, then we lost the second game. Oh, Ben shit. He needs to retire. Juju's not a good wide receiver. Connor sucks. His defense blows. You lost to the Bills. I'm going I'm to explain this as, as a sports fan. Ready? Because I'm in a lot of Steeler groups on Facebook and one guy put, listen, if you're going to be a fake fan and, and, and ride with us when we're winning but you don't ride with us when we're losing... Then just don't just don't bother. If you're a true sports fan, whether it's football, baseball, whatever it is, you you got to deal with the ups and downs. That's I, just what it. the fuck have they been doing the past ten years? And, 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 and case in point, loyal Jet fans are the biggest prime example. For forty plus years, you know, other than the the few AFC Championship games here or there, um, just look at all the losing seasons and all the turmoil. All the stuff you wouldn't think would happen, like the Sanchez butt fumble, all that, all that embarrassing shit, right? Richie Kotite and one in fifteen, and all that nonsense, right? And yet these Jet fans still watch, and they still invest their time, like exactly like JJ Watt said, they still invest their, their time money, and their and money. money and. And all that, but it's funny that even J.J. Watt would use the word invest because J.J. Watt even knows this is a business. Mm-hmm. That's why. Listen, we, we when somebody like J.J. Watt gives an interview, you have to listen to the wordplay of it. Invest. It's a business. You're yep. you. We are investing the, our yep. money into a, put it like the stock market. We're taking our money, and we're investing it into it into a stock, which would be the team, mm-hmm. right? Hoping that if we, and they're now hoping that when we show up, that we're going to see a winning product on the field. But like the Jet stock has been for years now. That literally the Jets would have to pay me to buy into it. (laughs) Okay. Um, But it's it's kind of the same with the Giants too, though, the past 
four years. You know, we went through Ben McAdoo. We went through, um, what's his Yeah, name? but you haven't had 40 Pat- years of utter disappointment. No, we haven't had 40 years of utter disappointment. No, but... No, for you guys, but Mark Sanchez, too. <laughs> you know, listen, everybody jokes that Mark Sanchez was, like, this crappy quarterback. But you know what's funny is it, it's another... He, he's another case in point that if you had just another offensive weapon or another defensive piece, mm-hmm. they might have beaten Pittsburgh in the one AFC championship game. Might have, yeah. They might have. If and they might have won the Super Bowl that year. They might have. If they oh, had yeah. one or two more pieces on either side of the ball, they might have. See, Mark Sanchez and Jets fans, you can call me crazy. I didn't think Mark Sanchez was that bad of a quarterback, to be honest with you. He he gets the same bad rap that Darno is getting now. It, uh, it's just history. The games I watched, though, like he he made some stupid ass throws. Well, every quarterback does. Look at Ben at the beginning of the Colt game on Sunday. He threw some friggin'. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, where are you throwing that to? Oh, yeah, where were you, an idiot? <sighs> Last year with Daniel Jones, man, fucking, he just finally learned to throw the ball out of bounds. <laughs> so hey. throw the pick. Took a year and a half, but you know, uh, hey, you still learning's learning. But what? I'm not. To me, I'm very disappointed in uh, his performances here. Nine touchdowns, nine interceptions. That's abysmal, man. Yeah, but when you don't have your your top running back, and your run game is on off and iffy at best, even though Goldman's giving you sparks. You know, you went out and got Freeman, but Freeman really hasn't done much. Alfred Morris was, had that one great game, and then it the just Seahawks, and then yeah. it just went downhill from there again. What would you really expect? The offensive, the offensive line—he just sacked five times a fucking well, dude. One drive. That's the issue. Oh, sack, sack, sack. Turn them down. Well, that—that's—that's that's the issue. Is and and the draft that needs to be addressed. But what needs to be addressed first is who's going to draft the team. Obviously, listen. If I'm Steve, if I'm John Mara and Steve Tisch, the owner of Giants, right? You fired David Gellman. I'm, 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 I'm evaluating everybody. Now, obviously, Joe Judge gets a pass. It's his first year. Um, but I'm sorry, Jason Garrett, gotta go. Freddie yeah. Kitchens, gotta go. Let mm-hmm. Joe Judge bring in who he wants to bring in, because Joe Judge didn't want half these guys. I can tell you now. Why would he want Jason Garrett? I don't know. What? I, I don't want Jason Garrett. What? To, what to do this? And now we're going to play the Cowboys. Fucking, they know his offense. Really? The fuck, you know what I mean? You know, and it's like, well, I'm sure he changed up some plays, unlike, Fick, some. Uh, like, like, really? unlike Fickner. Do I see him the same, uh, same plays called three times in the same exact game, the same exact half? Well, that's what the Steelers did to start the game against the Colts. It was the same slant pass three straight times in a row. And it's like, okay, when are we going to change the play here? You know, when are we going to, you know, when are we going to do something a little bit different here? And the high, And the high point of that game, that his uh, and, and I'm, I'm I'm happy it's gotten noticed is and I said it when Big Bud Dupree went down and I'm gonna Alex say Highsmith. it again. Ever since Highsmith took over that role, Highsmith is everything he's been asked to do. He's done it more. He hasn't had the, he hasn't had the sacks, but he gets to the quarterback mm-hmm. and that's all that matters. And bro. on that last that drive, that last drive that when he spins when he spins around, I think. Uh, Buckner or whoever he spins around to, to get to to get to Rivers to yep. get him to throw the ball away to, to throw the, ball, to get it, rid of it, it a second earlier than he needed to. That's that's what, that's what that's really killed the game. The game. That's it, what yep. killed the game for the Colts. Um, because if he doesn't get to him there, God only knows what happens. Um, God only knows. But 
you know, I was reading because High Smith's played so well. Do they eat? Do they just let Bud Dupree walk? No. And you know, they got listen. The Steelers got a lot of questions with with, with free agents in the off season. You know, you got to pay a lot of people, man. Um, Juju. You know, you got to pay TJ Watt. Well, no, T.J. Oh, T. Yeah, Watt, yeah. you could do the following year. Oh, T.J. Yeah, Watt's like, contract is up next year. Oh, yeah, he's fifth so, year option too, right? So you could put him in, you can use the fifth-year option on him. Um, you got to pay, you got, you have they to pay paid, They paid Cam Hayward in the offseason. They gave him his deal. You got to pay Juju. Um, you know, you got Mike Hilton who's going to be a free agent. You got to re-sign him. He, Mike Hilton goes underrated. In my opinion, he's one of the best blitzing safeties in the game. Wait, Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka, no, Minka's fine for the next three years. All right. And Joe Hayden. Then I think Hayden's fine too. Hay- Hayden actually, I think, got extended last season. All right, good. Um, Cam Sutton's another one you got to get signed. He's he's, he's not going to com- he's not going to command a lot of money, so the Steelers will be able to keep him. Yes. Um, but as far as Bud Dupree, the injury. Is what helps the Steelers' case now to not pay him as much. Not as much, but keep him though. But what I would do, and if I'm Bud Dupree, I take the deal. Is a one year, say ten million. You stay healthy and you put up the same numbers you did before you got hurt. Then we'll talk a bigger deal. But then you have that question because then when that contract ends with him and TJ, obviously you're going to sign TJ Watt. If I have, or more thing, if I hear another person say that Aaron Donald deserves the defensive player of the year again, I'm gonna blow my fucking head off. Blow it off. Listen, no, nobody, nobody's saying that he's a crappy. Um, no, he's he's awesome. That, that, that he's a crappy guy, a crappy player. But when when T.J. Watt is like one and two in every defensive category, he has 15 sacks, like. What like twenty some quarterback hits for a loss? I mean, he's, like, like and some odd tackles for a loss, and this and third. He, he, you know, listen, T, 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 if T J Watt don't win it this year, there's something wrong with the voting for this. Then, just like Tom said, he's from a different planet, bro. And <laughs> you know, and, and you even see it. He would have. He would already be at nineteen sacks if he wasn't putting rear naked chokes for half the times he doesn't get to the quarterback. Dude, I was. She showed me that shit all over Facebook. Yeah. Choke holds, choke holds, choke holds. Yeah. <laughs> you can literally do a highlight film of every holding call missed. There's four and, of them. And, and there's all, and they're all TJ Watt. There's four all of them. I seen that game. All of them. It, it, it's just, it's utterly despicable. Um, but. Oh man, now I know, but. I really don't know either, but. There was more we were going to tackle tonight, but it's freaking, it's, it, it's, it's as cold as a witch's tit out here. So we're probably going to wind up having to do a Friday video. I'll do a Friday video. Fuck it. Um, and we'll go over the picks because since we have we have no Thursday night game, we have no Saturday game. Everything's on Sunday, Everything's on so Sunday. we could tackle the picks then. We could go over, over the a... ste- the the Steeler Giants schedule release. Um, very interesting matchups next season. That's for damn sure. Looks like we got a tough tough one. So, yeah, so. um, but you know, listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got, hold on, I got one thing to say. All right, <clears throat> I I understand. Um, all right, defense wins games, offense puts up points. I understand that. Right now, this is like kind of like an offensive, offensive-driven d- league. Well, it's been for a few years now. So, like, to like, I was 
tell myself earlier, I was like, I want to see the Steelers play Kansas City. I, I really do. You know what I'm saying? We're just going to go through Kansas City, obviously. Now, the only way you guys are able to pull that off is when you guys put up those 21 points. And I basically a little over a quarter. There were three minutes left in the fourth in the third quarter, right? When you guys threw that, that touchdown to Deontay Johnson, correct? Yeah. All right. You guys put put together those five, six-minute drives, keep Mahomes off the field, you guys got that game. Well, yeah, it's the thing. You got to keep Mahomes off the field. Yeah, put put together those three, six-minute drives. But, you know, listen. Uh, yeah, the only way to beat Mahomes is the same way you had to beat Brady, the same way you could beat Breeze. And, and even Peyton and any other good quarterback, you got to keep them off the field. It's the only way to beat them. You got to keep yep. your offense on the field and wear out their defense. And you, you got to eat the clock is what you got to do. And that's where the run game comes into play, which yep. the Steelers need to. The only way the Steelers are going to get to the AFC Championship game here if you is you, you got to utilize the run Especially game. Especially on first down, dude. You got to utilize the run game. Um the run game opened up the pass game where you can get more creative in the pass game, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then the defense, listen, you gotta you gotta play tight defense. And, and, you know, listen, and there was some BS calls all weekend long, um, as far as pass interference calls that it would they just utterly amaze me. But you know what? You, we could sit here and rip NFL officiating from here till the time spring hits <laughs> and it ain't gonna change shit. We all know it. So But as we head into week 17, like I said, we'll go over to picks Friday. Maybe we'll do it Saturday night. Uh, there's going to be a lot of key matchups, obviously. Mm, and scenarios may change before then. Spreads could possibly change before then. Um, Depends on who's resting, who's not. You know, but as, as far as I'm concerned, right now, if, if you put a gun to my head, an AFC championship game, as long as Buffalo gets tripped up, it's it's the Steelers and the Chiefs. It's the Steelers and the Chiefs. Um, you know, because Buffalo could have this great season and then choke in the playoffs. Case in point, Lamar Jackson last year. Case in point. I see that, I see that happening again this year. You know, Lamar year. Jackson choked in the big one. And that's it. And, you know, I, I have to read Browns and Ravens fans. Oh, well, you know, if we play you in the wild card round, you know, you guys are as good as done. Listen, let me tell you something, Ravens and Browns fans. You, you couldn't beat us with Lamar the first time, okay? It, you And then the Browns, you had Baker and all your weapons, even Odell at the time, and you, st- and you got blown out. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what's comical is when that happened, right, nobody came out with cupcake schedule then. No. I didn't hear one cupcake schedule reference at all. But then, you know, but then I got to hear when we beat the Broncos and we beat the Texans. And again, I reiterate, the NFL writes every team's schedule. So when we go into the schedules, Friday or Saturday, whatever night we decide to do the, do the second video and audio of it, um, we'll go over the schedules and you tell me what's a cupcake schedule. Because honestly, I think between both schedules, Giants and Steelers, Giants not is, one game on Giants there is, hold on, is it, it, not one matchup on there is going to be a cupcake game at all. We got Chiefs, Saints, Falcons, fucking Tampa, Vegas, Chargers. But 
you know, we'll see. But again, we'll go over those probably Saturday night, Friday night. Actually, no, it's Saturday because I get out of work at five, and we could just do it right after then, and yeah, that's it. But till the next podcast, next video, which you can check out on Spotify, Apple, and every other streaming platform. Videos on YouTube. Um. You already know what it is. Stay safe. Mask up. Fuck the Ravens. Till then, you know what it is. Peace.